Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Remember your history classes back in elementary? One of the first lessons is how Filipinos got to these islands, o yung tinatawag na three waves of migration theory. Ang naturo sa atin, Una ang mga Negrito, tapos ang mga Malay, tapos ang mga Indones. But according to a group of scientists, there have been at least five waves of migration over the past 50,000 years. I'm Josa Quinones, and in this episode of Teka Teka, we will talk about the history of Filipinos according to a new perspective, genetics. I'm Maximilian Larena. I'm uh, affiliated with Uppsala University. It's a program called Human Evolution Program, which looks at the origins and diversity and interrelatedness of different populations from all over the world. We can trace our past looking at the DNA. Doc Max's curiosity about where people came from started not in school, but in playtime. I did my elementary studies in General Santos. And I played with kids with different languages, Blaan, Bisaya, Tagalog. Uh, even as a young kid, I was fascinated about the differences. And when I grew up in, where I studied in Davao, I'm also exposed to different students who have different ethnic backgrounds. Fast forward to 2014, Max still had the same questions about where we all came from. At this point, he had the educational background and access to the technology and resources to pursue these questions. Max and his team, along with members of the National Commission for Culture and the Arts, went to 115 indigenous communities in the country and explained that they were studying the human history of the Philippines through genetics. I usually use the concept of a plate number of a car or a motorcycle that's composed of few letters and few numbers, right? And then you say that this car is mine because this is the plate number is assigned to a particular car or motorcycle. We also have something similar to that. It's what we call maybe plate letters, what we call DNA. And all of us have a DNA in all of our nucleated cells. Our DNA contains all our genetic information. Our height, our eye color, everything. Plus it contains the information of the people before us. Half of that is coming from the father and half is coming from the mother. And then one-fourth from each of the grandparents and then one-eighth great-grandparents and so on and so forth until further back in time. So after getting the consent of the community and getting saliva samples, Max and his team brought the samples back to Sweden to analyze the data. So what exactly were they looking for in the DNA? Ten individuals from an ethnic group can actually represent thousands of individuals in the past. So that's how we try to reconstruct it. And we can compare the DNA of one population to another population, how similar they are, or from within a country or between different regions or between different continents. And then we can reconstruct family trees based on that. We look at 3.2 million markers. So these are well-defined markers that were known to be different between different populations. 
And there are also very good reference points because there's also availability of ancient DNA. So the DNA of like 40,000, 20,000, 10,000 year old individuals in some parts of the world where, where they're already sequenced. And we can compare that with them. After years of studying the samples and going through multiple reviews, here are the results. The first two waves of migration are the Australasians, which includes different Negrito groups. So those going to the north became the Northern Negritos, the Aita, Agta. They have different names in different areas, Manide, Atta, and some went to the south, which became the Mamanua Negritos of Mindanao, who are found in Surigao and Agusan area. Then during the Ice Age, the ancestors of the Manobos and Samas moved through the interconnected countries. During this time, Indonesia and the Philippines were not archipelagos. Instead, Western Indonesia was a big continent called Sundaland, which was nearly connected to Palawan. The Philippines was mostly interconnected too. So some went to the south to become the Manobo groups. We labeled it Manobo ancestry or Mindanao-based ancestry. And later on, there's also the Sama ancestry, which we commonly know as Sama de Laot, or most of us know as the Bajau or Bajo, but they prefer to be called Sama de Laot. And the most recent major migration event happened eight to 10,000 years ago. The last one is the Austronesian-related groups, which we found in highest percentage among Cordillerans. So it's the expansion. As of now, we are still investigating this. We don't find strong evidence that these groups directly came from Taiwan. It might be somewhere in between Taiwan and southern China or from southern China itself. So those are the five waves of migration. The first two are Negrito groups. One moved north through the Palawan and Mindoro Islands, and one moved south via Sulu Archipelago. Next were the Manobo and Sama ancestors through a southern route. Lastly, the Cordilleran-related groups moved from Taiwan or South China. According to DocMax, studying the genetic history of indigenous communities gives great insight to our nation's history even those who are not directly related to these communities. To understand the diversity of different populations in a given geographic region, I mean, it's really best to represent the different indigenous groups because these are a reflection of the diversity way back in the past. And at the same time, we wanted to have an equal representation of different ethnic groups from a particular region. This study is groundbreaking as the most comprehensive survey of genetic variations in the country to date. We still have plenty of gaps in our knowledge about our own genetic history, so this research opens more opportunities. Most importantly, the results remind us that our differences might be truly superficial. When I present to indigenous communities, for instance, in Tawi-Tawi or in, in Mindanao State University in Marawi, they really ask this question, so what's the implication of this one to the peace negotiation? Or they always arrive in the, oh, we are actually connected. And this is, we know this, but this is like solid, hard evidence. We see this is DNA. And then there's also another group, the Tiboli in South Cotabato. After my presentation, an elder summarized it in a chant, and there's another Tiboli woman standing beside to me, translating it, saying that he's very happy that, yeah, that we are connected with the neighboring ethnic group, and this sh should reflect that we should be in peace with them. So this kind of message that we really appreciate that our brothers and sisters from, the, from different indigenous groups, they value dearly. 
may it be the Cordillan related, Negrito related, Manomo related, or Sama related, or Papuan related. But one way or the other, we share something with each other. And there's always a common origin way back in time. We conducted the interview shortly after Dr. Lorena published the results in April. Since then, the National Commission on Indigenous Peoples has aired concern about the research and how human samples were collected from members of indigenous communities. NICP claimed the study did not get clearances or follow protocols from their department and the Philippine Health Research Ethics Board. We reached out to Dr. Lorena for comment this June, and he says multiple investigations have been carried out by four independent organizations the Regional Ethics Board of Uppsala, Uppsala University Board for Investigation of Deviations from Good Research Practice, Ethics Review Appeals Board of Sweden, and Nature Journal. Dr. Larena says all four reached the same conclusion, that the accusations are without basis and that the conduct of their research was performed in accordance with ethical standards. That's it for today's Teka Teka. You can find more information about the research at larenalab.com Muli, ako po si Josa Quinones. This episode was produced by me and edited by Carl Sayat. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.